Welcome to Thursday, February 9th. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Worzer. It was a murky start to the day with cloudy skies and thick fog, some freezing fog, too, blanketing the region. Today will be cloudy with a chance of flurries and some light freezing drizzle. Winds are going to be very strong as well. Highs mid-20s northwest, mid-30s in the southeast. Hang on for the rest of the forecast. Stories we're following. Vice President Kamala Harris visits a St. Cloud area electric bus manufacturer this afternoon. Mark Sedeklik has more. The vice president's visit is part of an administration effort to promote its policies after the State of the Union speech. The bipartisan infrastructure law includes billions of dollars to help the electric vehicle industry. The Inflation Reduction Act, which no Republican supported, includes tax credits for people who buy electric vehicles. Moaz Udin with the Great Plains Institute says with about 30,000 electric vehicles on Minnesota roads, the state lags the national average but has big plans to change that. Minnesota has a goal of making 20% of all of these private vehicles on the roads by 2030 to be electric vehicles. Vice President Harris will promote green energy initiatives at New Flyers St. Cloud Bus Manufacturing Facility. I'm Mark Sedeklik. A bill that would fund Minnesota's food shelves has a hearing in a state house committee today that's on the heels of a new report that shows a dramatic jump in the use of food shelves last year. Tim Nelson explains. Minneapolis nonprofit Hunger Solutions says it's the biggest jump in a generation, bigger even than the Great Recession. Visits to food shelves grew by more than 53 percent last year. Colleen Moriarty, executive director of Hunger Solutions, says all ages saw a jump in demand and it was particularly noticeable in northern Minnesota and the Twin Cities northern suburbs. She says inflation was a key factor as food prices skyrocketed for families. Their incomes are not keeping pace with the cost of food and then the loss of support programs. During the pandemic, we had stimulus payments, child tax credit advance payments, expanded unemployment insurance, eviction moratorium, pandemic EBT, universal school meals, and emergency SNAP. Most all of those, with the exception of emergency SNAP, have rolled off. Advocates are calling on lawmakers in St. Paul to quickly pass $5 million in emergency aid to meet the ongoing demand. I'm Tim Nelson. Minnesota has just added another condition to its newborn screening list. The state becomes the first in the nation to screen all newborns for a virus that is a leading cause of birth defects. One out of every 200 babies are born with the cytomegalovirus. While some don't show any signs or have health problems, one in five newborns will have long-term effects, including hearing loss or seizures. Another North Minneapolis business that many residents depend on is closing. Many customers are surprised and disappointed to see the Walgreens on West Broadway in Lindale is closing next month. The news comes the same week that one of the few options for fresh groceries in the area, the Aldi store, announced it is also closing. That leaves one pharmacy and few other options for fresh groceries in North Minneapolis. It's not clear why Walgreens is pulling out, but according to a story from Fox 9, the head of a Northside Business Association says there have been, quote, security problems in the area. There's been another twist in the story of the tiny historic stone home in downtown St. Paul that to this point has survived demolition. Yesterday, the St. Paul City Council voted to cut the amount of money it'll kick in to disassemble the Justice Ramsey House and move it. The council originally offered $84,000. It'll now kick in $34,000. Private buyers want to move what is the oldest surviving home in St. Paul to another location after its current owner wanted to demolish it. 
A Minneapolis art and architecture team that creates spaces that play with reality and illusion have won a National Architecture Award. Alex V. Sapoli reports. The Architecture League of New York has named Jennifer Newsom and Tom Carruthers winners of the 2023 Emerging Voices Award. The couple, who runs Dream the Combine, found out while on fellowship in Rome. We may have jumped up and down. <laughs> like a good North American couple. <laughs> yeah, in Italy. <laughs> Being like, yes! They say the endorsement is special, as their practice is non-traditional, focusing on public art. One piece in their winning portfolio is an installation at Franconia Sculpture Park. They're a series of kind of paired mirrors that are on these repurposed City of Minneapolis lampposts. So we found them at a salvage yard and then like kind of rehabilitated them in some way. They say it creates infinite corridors in the landscape. I'm Alex V. Sapoli. How about some sports? Timberwolves beat the Jazz last night in Utah, 143-118. to 118. The Wolves play at Memphis tomorrow night. The Gopher women's basketball team was routed by Ohio State last night, 93-63. Coach Lindsey Whalen's team falls to 9-15 and 15 on the season. How about the forecast? It's kind of murky, as I mentioned. Dense fog advisory for portions of central Minnesota. Wind advisory for portions of southwestern Minnesota. Windy today, freezing fog. Flurries, light freezing drizzle, cloudy skies, highs in the mid-20s in the northwest, mid-30s in the southeast. Those winds? Well, around 30, 35, as high as 45 miles an hour. Overnight, lows of 3 below to 0 in the northwest, 6 to 12 above in the southeast. Tomorrow, sunny and calmer with highs in the 20s. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to nprnews.org, download our news app, or just turn on the radio. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Borzer.